0: Hello, remote friends, the information from this podcast is rich with remote support, but it's even more important that you go from information to application to get the best results possible. Remote work is here to stay, and we want to help you on your way. So let us know how we can support you even more by visiting remotepathways.com. There you will find a quick link to talk with us directly. Reach out to Jen for all your teamwork, leadership, coaching, and facilitation needs. And reach out to Michelle for developing a healthy, sustainable rhythm of life through spiritual practices, 90-day projects, and simple structures to support your remote working journey. Until we connect, thank you for listening. It's such an honor going remote together with you. Let's explore the remote world. Together, we'll discover the people, places, and pathways to working remotely. We'll engage in great conversations, share tips and valuable resources, and connect you with voices from the field. Let's go remote together. Welcome, everyone. We are
1: here at the Remote Pathways podcast. We're going to be talking about virtual co-working today. The
0: what, the why, and the how. Super excited to be back with you, Michelle. How are you doing today? I'm doing great tucked away in the beautiful mountains of western north carolina just appreciating the weather in this season. And what's outside your window today? Lots of flowers. My husband has a green thumb. I have an appreciation for his gift, <laughs> but he loves to garden and uh it's just an explosion of flowers around my house right now. Oh, that's
1: fantastic. I want to bring some of your flowers in. Actually, I can see flowers over your shoulder which is Beautiful. Beautiful. So this is one of the benefits, right, of our topic today, which is all about virtual co-working. We can connect and feel like we are physically with others throughout the course of the day. So I'm excited about today's episode because one of, the, uh, one of the challenges of the recent months of the pandemic has been the social isolation that so many professionals have felt. So we thought that it would be interesting to talk a little bit about co-working and what co-working can look like in the virtual space. And I've, done a, I've dug up a few co-working statistics, which make me think that, you know what? As we move into fall and winter, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, 2020, 2021, I think a lot of us are going to be looking at how do we co-work virtually? What about you? Where does co-working fit on your dashboard right now, Michelle?
0: Yeah, it is a must. Um, I can't even imagine working any other way than sharing co-working space with others. That's one thing that was a game changer that you taught me. You brought me into your co-working lab and it brought that organization and structure that I was desiring as an entrepreneur. So yeah, very excited about this topic and the possibilities that we're going to share today.
1: Yeah, well, here are the stats, and I'm going to just qualify again. We're not talking physical co working, we're talking virtual co working. So remember, Michelle is in the lovely mountains of North Carolina. I'm in the beautiful lakeland of Ontario, Canada, and we have worked together in different iterations. So here are the statistics. And and the statistics that I looked up were co-working statistics. And I went to smallbizgenius.net. Thank you very much for your statistics. Here are five things they offered about 2019. So in 2019, according to smallbizgenius.net, there were nearly 19,000 Co-working spaces worldwide in 2019, and more than three million co-workers globally, with over 80 million square feet of flexible workspace. The U.S. leads the global co-working market in terms of real estate, and with over 11,000 co-working spaces, the Asia Pacific region is the world's largest co-working region. So, just notice is it space physically or is it people because right now a lot of the co-working spaces might have been redesigned so where are people co-working from that's the big question i think mm-hmm. and you know i've i've always been Um, Thinking about how we bring people together here on Zoom. For me, that's been my co-working platform. Yes, there are places where we could physically go to, but I certainly would never be able to collaborate with folks like you. And so coming together on Zoom really uh, has been a game changer in the last five years. And I can only imagine with the way tech is changing
0: right now, what it might look like even six months or 12 months from now. Hmm. I love that, and I think this is such a burning question on people's minds right now: is what does this look like when half my workforce is at the corporate office and half of them are working remotely from their homes? You know, this is a question for this season. So we hope to spark some ideas today and really keep you moving forward uh in the remote space. So now you've kind of is there any more description that we need to bring to the surface about what is co-working and specifically working virtually, you know? Yeah. What is what are the possibilities right now?
1: Well, I think there's a lot of possibilities, and I almost see that there's different types of co-working. I don't know if anyone has really spelt this out, but as a practitioner, we have, of course, like the freelancers and those of us that are solopreneurs. Maybe we have a small team. We've always worked remote, but coming together with colleagues is a really creative, innovative spark for us. So I'll talk about what that can look like, but that may be a little bit different than a distributed team or what we commonly call a virtual remote team that now is working from different areas. They also need co-working approaches and techniques. So really there's like platforms and approaches and techniques. And this is linking us back into an earlier episode we did around collaboration. So I just want to flag that as well. I think one of our, maybe episode seven or nine, maybe even eight was about collaboration. We'll link it in the show notes, but definitely we can't talk co-working without talking collaboration. So with that, couple of benefits. I think we need to talk about like, why would you even consider co-working? And I put the question out to our listeners, like how isolated do you feel in the course of any given day? How isolated do you feel in the course of any given day? So Michelle, it's just you and I on the podcast. Maybe we'll just share a little bit, like in a typical day for you, do you feel like you're working alone? Do you feel like, you're connected, where are you on say a one to 10 in terms of volume of of connectivity with others, with other people?
0: Yeah, because I've been here so long and I've been intentional and I think I've invested in in a long time. I'm pretty much a strong nine because I've already set myself up with a very strong virtual community. So what that does for me is it equips me to serve others that maybe do not have that and also be a voice of hope. That yeah, it can exist here. It's gonna look different and if you are willing to go to that into that space of letting go of what was to say yes to what is possible there's a treasure here that maybe you haven't even discovered yet so i'm a strong 9 how about you jen
1: <laughs> lately i've been giving myself a 10 plus because as much as i am you know in the woods this summer i'm i'm by no means cut off from the world, right? My telephone doesn't work, but my Zoom works. And literally from early morning until about five o'clock at night, I am connected. So at 5 p.m., I disconnect. I go into town, go for my walk, where I am usually the only person on the track doing a walk. And it's just like my, my head is full every day from wonderful, wonderful conversations and stories. And so that's part of my work. But also, as you said, it's been an intentional way of building a community. When I opened the doors to Potentials Realized back in 2004, I knew that this was going to be a different type of business. And I, I, throughout these years, I've always had people say, Well, when are you going to buy like property and like have a big office space? But to me, it was never about physicality, it was about really building community in the remote space and I think this is where co-working comes into play. So tell me Michelle, we're talking a lot about co-working but we really haven't defined what it looks like. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about what co-working looks like for you in the span of perhaps a day, a week or even a month. What what does it look like?
0: So first of all, it matters what is the connection about? Why am I coming together with another person? Let's connect And have an hour conversation or have a lunch and learn what topics burning on your heart. It's burning on my heart. Let's have a conversation or maybe you have some projects that you want to get done. Well there's the accountability piece that you can bring in.
1: I love that. And again, like as someone who has done informal co-working just to like have that creative banter, wonderful. And then I've hosted virtual co-working events as a business for many years. So started way back in 2006 for me running virtual retreats, right? Like I think a retreat is a type of a work. And certainly when I bring business owners together to do their business visioning, it's here on Zoom. And and we're really meeting at the start of every hour having some group conversation and then going offline and doing our own deep dive into our own work coming back together again the next hour. So that's where I started with virtual co-working and really you know what it's emerged out to be over the last 15 plus years now is you know last week I was doing a get it done afternoon for my current lab members at the coaching biz growth lab and learning lab and design studio and Once again, no surprise, feedback, even at the start of the day, was like, I'm so excited we're doing this. So it's really a four-hour block where we bring our task list of things that we want to do, need to do, have to get done. And that pure accountability of coming together and either staying live or we usually disconnect, it really gets that momentum happening. So back to the daily steps, consistent action equals momentum. You can make that even more accelerated in the span of a few hours. So that is the get it done process that I really, it's not only myself, but many others sort of run with that framework. And it's just, it's magical to just have that pure accountability over the course of a day. And then that's different than perhaps showing up with a colleague, right? You could also just meet with a colleague and do work. You know, I know many coaches, many professionals who have an accountability partner and they start their week say on a Monday, and they do two hours of live work time. Even
0: if they're not really talking to each other, it's just their time to get going. So it's a, it sounds so silly, but it works. It makes such a great impact where you just say, hey, can I just be online with you from like one to three or something, bring my coffee? Just something about knowing that you're there. So I love I love what you're saying for sure. And those virtual retreats that you did, here's another thing that I'm always shocked about. I can't believe how much I actually get done in that time frame. It wows me every single time.
1: Well, and again, we want to invite any of you, if you're interested in experiencing this, you can now join Michelle and I at the Remote Pathways Lab. And part of that lab experience will also include a quarterly get it done afternoon or morning. So consider joining us. Like there's the benefits of the connection, the collaboration, innovation, accountability. And as you said, like really seeing what is known as Parkinson's rule in action. So Parkinson's rule or Parkinson's law states that tasks expand to the amount of time we give them. Tasks expand to the amount of time we give them. So let's imagine I've given myself, you know, um, like the week to write blog posts and do my invoicing and do like website updates. Chances are that could stretch out over the course of a week. As I saw last Thursday, though, with one of my lab members, she had those on her list. She got it done in four hours. She actually came back. One person came back at the start or the the top of the second hour. So, after one hour of work, and said, I've done 90% of the task that was on my to do list for four months. Like, that's incredible. So, think about what momentum you could create if you had some of these time windows around. And we'd love to hear from you. Let us know if you want to join us for one of our co-working sessions as part of the labs. So anything else you think we should touch on here? Any resources that you know of? You mentioned Zoom. Anything else that you'd recommend,
0: Michelle? Well, I know out in teacher's world, uh, a lot of people are on the Google platform. So I'm interested to learn more um, If anybody has a voice out there um, that is using that platform, how are you doing co-working on that platform? Or what platforms are you even using? We want to hear from you. We want to learn from you. Again, your voice matters right now in the remote space. I can't wait to hear the ideas or the things that were designed or maybe weren't even considered before that now exist because certain people have moved into the remote space If they had not moved into the remote space, what exists now would not have been. So I cannot wait till those stories start coming up and coming out and we get to see the fruit of what has been good about this season. So.
1: Yeah, you know you're you're making me think of another very precious um, co-working experience that I had a few weeks ago, and you know about this. But every year, uh, starting last year, I started participating in a weekend writing marathon, and so this year was the second annual Muskoka Writing Marathon that I participated in. It's turning twenty next year. This year we did it all virtually, and it was fantastic. We weren't online writing together, but more than fifty five writers came together over the course of a weekend. It's a seventy two our writing window. And, you know, it has always been a fundraiser for adult literacy. This year, even though against the backdrop of, you know, much harder to, to raise donations, we, the initiative still raised money for adult literacy. But more importantly, connected writers from not just the local area, but a uh, much wider Cross section of folks. And I think it's that collaborative burst that really can help us move projects forward in ways that we couldn't imagine when we hold that space for creative tasks. And as someone who is, you know, an author, I think it's been very challenging for many of us to actually like reconnect with creative talents. But um, when we are in community, often those when it is when they resurge. So What's possible for you? Again, we want to leave you with the question today. Like, what could co-working look like for you? What would you see as some of the benefits? Um, What type of supports would you like to create for yourself or with others? How can this be an ally for you to do your best work and feel connected in? Again, that's where we started this episode, talking about, you know, in, in times of social isolation, we don't have to feel isolated. <laughs> As I say every afternoon, it's like, wow, I love my work. I get to connect in with folks all over. And it doesn't matter where I am right now in the middle of the woods or whether in a few weeks I'll be back down more in a, the edge of a big, 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 big city. It doesn't matter because I'm still having the same conversations with people all over the space. see,
0: what I just heard you do was expansion, right? So the temptation, yes, the silos exist, but it's all about perspective, right? How has this shift expanded and taken away those walls so that now there's even more opportunity than there ever was before? So what is the perspective that you're looking at? a big one. What's possible? I love that, Jen. Thank you.
1: Well, you brought us to a wonderful close. And as always, we appreciate hearing from you listeners. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a review. Let others know about the podcast. We're going to continue down our remote pathways, whether and we hope that you'll find us a value whether you're a team leader, a remotepreneur, a creative solopreneur, or many others. So with that, Michelle, until we meet again, great to connect with you today.
0: See you soon.
1: Take care.